plan to it or whatever, but it was one of the things I wanted to do was just, you know, execution, like just, just, you know, instead of, I mean, cause I'm, I'm good at talking to myself out of doing things, but you know, just, just do it now. Like, what are you doing? Like, just do it. It doesn't take you that long. Just, just go and do it. Pixels podcast this is Anthony and this is David. All right, so welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Thanks for uh, tuning in again. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody, um, all the new people, all the people that are trying to keep their uh, New Year's resolutions. It's only been nine days so far, so I hope everyone's doing well with their resolutions, <laughs> or at least you know you haven't forgotten them yet. <laughs> So, um, most maybe people haven't given up yet, but yeah, a lot of people are probably on the edge of giving up. Uh, yeah, you're starting to see the new year and new me posts fade out on Instagram and everywhere else. So it's back to regular business as usual. Uh, so, I mean, I actually have some stuff. This year's been weird so far um just <laughs> with life and work and everything so far um so keeping those resolutions is going to be i don't actually have some this year and i kind of approached it differently um this year started out weird because like i woke up new year's day at like 3 a.m and like had issues with my stomach so that's how i started the year <laughs> was this caused by what you were doing the night before i don't think so <laughs> I seriously doubt it. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I still think it may have been. We had a gift card to Longhorn. I, I think that may have something to do with it. But I'm not sure. Hmm. But um, I don't know. But um, so tell us more about your yeah, and then it... <laughs> So it was just really burning, and like I had to like really oh. Wait, yeah, to really clinch down. Sorry. All right, so we could talk about that <laughs> on our separate uh, bowel movement podcast. Talk. I don't know. Yeah, toilet talk. <laughs> mm, is that where we talk about the R. Kelly documentary? I haven't seen that. Have you seen it? I've seen most of it. Uh. Unfortunately, I mean, it's good, but like, unfortunately, in like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. I've seen. It's, 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 I saw like Dame Dash talking about his opinion, reaction on it, and then I saw. Uh, I've listened to a couple podcasts where people were talking about it, but I haven't. I never. I don't. I don't be sitting in front of TV like that, so I didn't. I didn't watch it. I don't think I get that no. channel. I don't know. I might, but I, I we just, don't. Wasn't paying attention. I don't. It. We found it on the internet somewhere. Oh. Those websites where you gotta avoid clicking on any links. <laughs> Any pop ups. Avoid looking at the ads. Popup.org. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yeah, no, I mean I mean just at work, like like first day back at work when I find well, it was I was off work for a long time. The first day day back at work, the guy that I report to got fired. So that was weird. <laughs> oh wow. And, uh, was, was he out here touching girls or, or what? No, not 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 this time. Just regular regular fired i guess <laughs> oh. but um 
I don't know. That was interesting. So that was a. Uh, it's like, oh, all right. Well, that's that's one way to start the year off. <laughs> that's when I get back to work, and I'm still trying to remember what I do. You know, what I do at work, and you know, just things start changing. So. Was he out here wilding while you were out the office, or I mean, do you have concerns for your job now? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Honestly, I mean, as always, you know, I mean, I do need to brush up my LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff anyway, just because you you should do that anyway. But I'm definitely, you know, keep my eye out. But I mean, there were definitely, I don't know. There there were. I mean, because you know. Months, a couple of months ago, the guy that came in to be the president, he got fired, and that was weird too. And so it seems now that you know I've had more contact with the guy that owns the company and stuff like that, it seems like he kind of, you know, associated those two people into their ideology. I, mean, I don't know. He 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 was unhappy with it, so I don't know. Now the other person in my marketing team they're basically in charge now and i don't know so we're just trying <laughs> we're just trying to you know get a get a handle because it, it's been interesting because now the basically the idea for um what we have been doing all this time basically it wasn't in line with i guess what the owner of the company really wants Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and we didn't know that. We didn't meet directly with him, so I mean, he's not like necessarily <laughs> blaming. Like, all right, drop everything. <laughs> do this other. Yeah, stuff. pretty much. It's like, oh, that's nice, but like, uh, can we do this? I mean, literally, we're reverting some things back to how, in some ways, how they were before. And and I mean, so it it's been interesting a learning process where it's like, you know, clearly, you know, if you have an opportunity to speak to the horse, get the information directly from them, because it does make you look crazy when it's like, all right, well, I what have we been doing you know and it's like i mean not that we're being blamed for it because it's like an under i don't know <laughs> so well, towards, i mean i, mean, I feel you like... on that though because so i've uh a couple of times last year that happened to me where i was working with basically basically working through a liaison of some sorts where some i like i got a contract so so some guy knew some guy that needed something done yeah and so he hired me to do it and then he managed his relationship with the actual client and it just became problematic because people misinterpreting stuff or communicating stuff or somebody thinks they know what the person wants and it's I'm like eventually it got to the point where it's like I have to be in the meeting yeah I'm like if I'm not in the meeting I don't trust nothing you say not that this person's a liar but just they put their own they put a little sauce on everything and I'm their like their own twist on, on there yeah. yeah and then I don't even know that that was entirely the goal or exactly what happened in this, this situation but it's definitely what I mean. I don't think it was the goal, but it was definitely what happened. Was like you know, too many people's opinions and thoughts of like, well, I think this person likes this, mm-hmm. and like this person likes this for this reason. I mean, and when when I came into the company, I came in in the middle of a migration of site and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, so it you know, I think just a lot of ideas got thrown around, and you know, it's like now it just looks feels weird because it's like, man, so we were driving the wrong direction this whole time, and but. You know, thankfully, it it doesn't seem like I'm being blamed for that because it's like, well, that you know, that's the direction I was told to go. So, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm doing, but you know, it, it just I just like so anytime I'm it, doing it's, any type of design work or web work too, like basically anytime I'm doing that type of stuff, I I try my best to get in touch with the actual customer because when you're in a situation yeah. where you're dealing with 
layers of bureaucracy and all that other type of stuff it's hard to know who to make happy exactly and you just you feel like you're just scrambling to yeah i mean and i yeah i'm somebody that definitely would like prefer to just i like being genuine and frank with people like let me just or you know just direct like let me just talk to who actually wants this since it seems a little confusing yeah in some ways it's like i don't really want to be you know all in the meetings and all that kind of stuff but on the other hand like you know being but it in can the dark save sucks. you tons of time like i i'm not a me- a fan of meetings either and a lot of like a lot of people in the creative fields may not like being meetings or a lot of like software developer type people just like want to sit in front of the computer and code and stuff like that but i've noticed there's a whole lot of benefit to meeting with the customer because uh, there's less obfuscation yeah. and confusion so another anecdotal experience um in my day job i work with the customer i'm supporting i've never really met them ever and we're dealing with someone basically they're called a, their job is like a product owner and they're responsible for talking to the customer and then conveying what the customer wants to us as developers and mm-hmm. um i've noticed that several times where they'll give conflicting requirements like well we need it to be blue oh we need it to be red why isn't it blue and i'm like but you said red and it's like stupid stuff like that where they're just the story keeps changing or they how they interpret how the system functions is just keeps changing and it becomes a problem because i'm like all right if you tell me at the beginning hey i want a house with a green door and whatever then i can build you that but don't come six months later and say oh no no no, i need a three-car garage yeah. when you said you needed a two-car garage or you didn't give me that detail earlier and so it's frustrating and it's like all right i just need to you need to like get all these different connects out the way let me get directly connected to the plug because then i can actually do the work properly the first time and i don't have to do the same thing four or five times yeah and it's impossible to understand like when you take directly the person you can understand the philosophy behind why they want things a certain way because then you can recommend things along those lines yep. versus like well I guess this is what we're doing now and the company's going this way and like uh, this is a target customer and blah 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 and then later that that completely reverses and, <laughs> and now you look crazy because all your stuff is pointing the wrong direction so yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, it makes it hard when you have a liaison and the liaison is proposing solutions like if the liaison yeah. is like, well, here's how we're gonna fix the problem. No, that's not what you were hired to do. Let me. Yeah. I'm the developer. I'm the designer. I can tell you how to fix the problem. Tell me the problem. Don't tell me the solution. Yeah. Yeah. Or even when you're helping that person find the solution, and the things you're suggesting are aligned with something else that the, I guess the, <laughs> the person actually doesn't. I don't know. It, it just it just gets messy. Yeah, it's all political stuff that. And like it's easier not to deal with. Yeah, and I, and I hate dealing with that. Yeah, I hate dealing with that kind of stuff. So, man, I don't know. It it's I don't know. I, I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm like walking around every day thinking I'm going to get fired at any moment, but you know, I I am going to fix my resume this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I said that last weekend, but no, I mean, but um, yeah, I mean, but I I am keeping my eyes open, and you know, I'm gonna start putting out some feelers probably just you know just to you know just because that's smart yeah <laughs> so i mean because i'm not sure you know when things change a lot at a company it 
you know, creates, you know, some fear and like some uncertainty and, you know, nobody wants to work in that kind of environment where, you, you know, well, I've been in companies sure where like they'll kind of clean house, like they'll get rid of the manager, but because all these people reported to that manager and they might have some kind of uh, connection to them or bias, then they just get rid of the whole team and they'll just be like, all right, we're bringing a whole new team. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's what it was starting to feel like, and it was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you just got to make sure you're, you're clear. Like, yeah, I don't really care about that guy anyway. Like he was cool, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I thought all his ideas were your ideas are so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so that's how the year has started off. Kind of weird, but um. Oh, we were going to talk about resolutions. So, um, so you woke up this early this on year, New, Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I did, I had an idea this year. I was like, you know what people should do? At the start of each year, you should maybe make a list of like goals for yourself. Because I feel like the New Year is just a good time to like make goals and, you know, plans and just, you know, put them out there. And, you know, so I was like, this year, this is a new idea that I can share with people that just, you know, maybe you can call them resolutions or like year goals or something like that mm-hmm. and you just make those plans and then um give them up two months later if you make it that far um oh, this sounds but that was my idea I, I think so but um so <laughs> for my year goals I'm for real. um so i mean i had like a vision board before like you know you put little your little pictures of your you know beach body that you want or you know some car that you can't afford things like that yeah and then you um, sign up for pinterest yeah yeah and you just add it to your board and then you, you're done um but i mean i had a vision board before and it's cool to think about the kind of stuff and make those goals but you know it's like you're not you know what i think what happens and what happened to me it's like you, know, you make put stuff on the vision board and then you kind of forget about mm-hmm. it or you see it in passing you're like oh yeah i guess i should work on that or you know or it with, even with regular resolutions, even without a vision board, you create the resolutions, but you don't actually have a plan to achieve any of those goals. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I want to go to the gym, you know, or I want to lose weight, or I want to get in shape. Like, okay, how are you going to do that? And that's why people, you know, drop out early, because it's like, well, I didn't really have a plan to actually change my lifestyle in a way that would actually support this resolution. Yeah. So, um, so what, what we did, I mean, um, we made the vision board but then on the vision board I wrote little notes on their pictures or whatever of like how you know just a little note of how I can achieve that Mm -hmm. goal like a plan like okay well I want to like I said I want to network more and so it's like okay I'm going to find one networking or some kind of event a month to go to I still got to find one for this month but you know some one thing to go to to socialize with people a month Mm -hmm. that way I can meet that goal of like networking or like I said, I'm gonna paint more. It's like, okay, well, I haven't I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> my plan was like, all right, well, I'll spend 30 minutes in the morning painting every day, just in case, um, you know, just so I get some time doing. It. I haven't done it yet, but we'll work on that. But um, I'm painting now. Don't worry, don't worry, folks. I'm painting right now. Um, but you know, basically applying a course of action to a goal, not just having a goal and you know no way to meet that mm-hmm. goal. Well, I think this is something we I think we talked about before on this podcast was like making smart goals. 
instead of just setting random goals like I want to be better I want to be taller I want to lose weight like all those are vague I want to have a war on drugs I want to stop terror like all those are vague they don't mean anything build a wall yeah to stop like the <laughs> 600 gang members that came in but anyway um, so smart goals it, if you google it you can find out what it means but it's smart or specific so so let's say your goal is to paint more then specific would be i want to paint more and by more you need to it needs to be measurable so i want to paint twice as much as i did last year so how many paintings did i paint last year i painted one so this year i need to paint two paintings it has to be achievable so like something realistic not like i'm gonna climb mount everest in my boxers because that's not really achievable it needs to be relevant i mean if you wear if you wear something over them you yeah can. i guess so it can't be just your <laughs> it needs to be relevant which is the r so <laughs> i think that's important because like if your goal is not really relevant to if it doesn't mean anything to you then you're less likely to do it and then time bound so like for the painting thing a smart goal would be i want to paint at least two times a week um yeah i want to paint twice as much as i did last year i want to make sure i'm painting at least two times every week I think that's pretty clear. It's relevant to stuff you care about. It's achievable given your schedule yeah. and how much time you spend doing whatever. It's pretty specific and it's time bound in terms of I'm going to do it twice a week. So I know I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I talked to my, we were, my wife and I were talking about this a little bit because uh, did I, I didn't really set any goals this year. Nothing, nothing new, I would say. It was just stuff I was already doing. It's just like I'm going to continue working towards this. But I do think it, it's good to, instead of necessarily setting goal, uh, year-long goals, maybe set a goal for, like, this month, I want to do this. Then at the end of the month, evaluate your progress yeah. towards that thing and then adjust your goal accordingly because it's easy to set a year-long goal and then maybe you, you paint it a few times every month or whatever, but then at the end of the year, you don't even know whether you achieved it or not because it's not, it's not specific. Yeah. And you can't see your growth month to month either. That's actually something I added. I haven't. I need to add it onto there on the board, but on the vision board at the bottom of it, it's like a. I'm just gonna put some paper or something like that, or some kind of. I figure out some kind of way to do it where monthly I can report on, you know what I'm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm doing. It's annoying because I'm not a note taker, but. I don't know. You got to do that because I, I don't. I hate feeling like you know looking up and be like, wait, what yeah. did I do? Well, I think it's it's or useful. people asking any you any kind of way where you can look back and did, see. You're like, I don't know, because like one of my goals was to try and be more consistent in terms of uh, seeking out and and working with customers during the year. Because there's times like I know again we've talked about this before, but because I have a day job, I don't actually have to search for work, and so it's easy to. And sometimes when I'm lazy or I got other stuff going on, it's easy to let work slide and then just not get stuff done, which makes it looks bad with the clients. But also it means it could be more difficult to get work when I do want work. So I'm trying to be more consistent and say, I'm going to knock out these projects and finish them this month. And then next time I want some work, I can go get it and get it done. But I don't want to like let stuff yeah. that I could be making money off of just sit there. And so I'm trying to be more intentional about that. Um, not to say, even if you, if it's not about the money, the loss of, you know, the relationship or the change in the relationship with somebody that you work with is probably going to have a more, a stronger effect on, on them or your reputation 
um, than you think. Even if you don't need the money, it, your change in attitude or you just changing who you are is probably going to make you lose the, more likely to make you lose the client than you, you know, even if you've been consistent yeah. for a while. Yeah, that's what bothers me. It's like, it's just like you're when I have to send different. those apology emails, like, sorry for the late reply, I don't like doing that frequently. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, you just like, it's like every email yeah. sounds like that. <laughs> so now I'm trying. I'm trying to be more consistent. And then, like, if I can't do it, I can't do it. If I need to tell you, hey, this won't be done until two weeks from now. Okay. But the problem is sometimes I put that stuff. Yeah, I'll say, say that. give me two weeks and I'll get it done. And then I don't do it in those two weeks because I just completely forget about it. That's a problem. So I'm just trying to be better about managing the projects that I'm working on because uh, there's been several times, like last week. Or earlier this week, I was at work, didn't have anything else to do, so I was just scrolling through my email, and I saw a couple emails from back in December, where I told them, like, yeah, yeah, I can get to this before the end of the year. I never did it, and they didn't follow up with me, because I guess they were busy with the holidays, too, so I was like, let me get this stuff done, because I had, you know, I had a couple hundred dollars just sitting out there, waiting on me to do the work. So... Yeah. Yeah, I think managing... You gotta treat it yeah, more like a that, business, that, and that's, I think, an important thing to do. Yeah, that that ties into the one thing I've done. I, I'm not sure exactly how to illustrate this on the goals or you know or have a real action plan to it or whatever. But it was one of the things I wanted to do was just you know execution, yeah. like just just you know instead of I mean, cause I'm I'm good at talking myself out of doing things, but you know just just do it now. Like, what are you doing? Like, just do it. It doesn't take you that long. Just just go and do it. Well, so that's one of the things because <laughs> uh, no... like so it was a few weeks ago, like before right after thanksgiving we were on the phone and i was driving home and we were talking about you were talking about going to the gym and i was like yeah i should probably sign up to go to the gym too i'm gonna do it on my way home today and i had passed the gym is in my neighborhood mm -hmm. so i pass it on the way home every day but i never stopped and just even queried like hey how much does this cost okay and how much do, how do i pay what are, what's the next step i never even asked so that same day i was like screw it i'm gonna do it i have a few minutes you know, no one's. I'm not in a rush to get home, so I stopped. I signed up for the gym, and I've been going somewhat consistently ever since. But it was because I finally just took that one step. That's something I was talking to my wife about because she's trying to. She has a lot of goals she wants to accomplish. She wants to like start a podcast and start a new Instagram account and some other stuff. So it was just like, okay, well, what I was saying to her is like, you have. To do these things, there's a, a few simple, small steps you need to take to just to start. And if you put those steps off, yeah. the next steps are going to be harder. Or not necessarily harder, but it's just going to it's going to compound, and then it's, it becomes a larger thing the more you put it off. So the sooner you take that first step, it gives you you give yourself an ex. The sooner you take yeah. that first step, you give yourself an excuse to <laughs> go ahead. The sooner you, no. <laughs> the sooner you take that first step, then you're going. Like so, like if you think about a baby, a baby is crawling until it starts walking. The first time it starts taking steps, it's walking. It might not be walking good, but it's walking. So if you think about it that way, like you might be scared. Oh, when I first start walking, I'm gonna fall. So what? You're walking. So start walking. Don't don't like yeah. wait to take that first step. The baby can stand up, stand still on two feet, and just wiggle around and not move. It's not walking, but when it picks up that first foot and puts the next, put it down, it's walking, and there's no turning back from there. You've got momentum at that point. Well, after that, you're still learning and you're gathering data and you're, you know, progressing. And 
I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, it's one. Of, I was honestly at work talking to somebody about this. It's you know, mm-hmm. it can be scary. But you know, even though ignorance is bliss, but like, not not really. You know, dark is scary because you don't know what's going to hit you. I mean, at least in the light, you may see that bump in the road coming. At least you can prepare for it. In the dark, you know. I saw ready. somebody put something on Instagram yesterday. It said like, uh, an expert is a person who's failed more time than the novice even tried. So another one of my uh, things I want to kind of work on this year, aside from execution, because I think it ties in with the other my kind of goal was I want to work on flexecution, like, flexecution. Um, Shout out to Logic. Sorry, go ahead. I've never heard. I haven't listened to any of his recent music. I, I probably should because I keep hearing it's good, but yeah. But anyway, so the other thing I want to work on, work on a little bit is kind of being kind of setting smaller goals that I actually follow through on and complete in terms of like either like in terms of income or in terms of just completing certain things and stuff like that because uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, little projects I've started like so earlier this year last year now I decided I wanted to build a magic mirror with my kids I started building it mostly done and then something came up I set it in my office and it's just been sitting there. I have a bunch of stuff in my office that's just been sitting there for a long time because I'll start on projects and then things come up, or, you know, other things come up in life and I get distracted and then they become a lower priority and I just completely forget about them for a, a long period of time. And so I want to just work on kind of wrapping things up because like over the holiday break, I was at home a lot. And so I, I spent a lot of time like cleaning up my office and I was like, oh, wow, look at this. <laughs> this is a thing I, I kind of wanted to get done this year and I didn't because whatever reason, not always my fault, but it just made me realize, okay, there's been a lot of times when I've been kind of sitting around not really doing anything useful when I could have come in here and finished up some of these things. And when you finally do it, you feel that joy or that sense of completion. And you're like, oh, okay, I should have done this a long time ago and yeah. experienced this earlier. So I want to work on trying to, I guess, keep, keep in better track of the things the important things I need to be doing instead of like, oh, I got some downtown. Let's watch Travelers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that can be a reward for, you know, accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, like, I'm trying to think of another thing that I had a goal of this year. Um, that's something that would actually make sense for other people. <laughs> but, um, crap, now I'm, going, I'm drawing a blank. I, I, know, I know one of my goals always is organization also. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Um, I mean, we're actually trying to be more minimal here. Like, we, we you know, re, you know, got rid of some stuff that we had in the living room and just trying to get rid of junk, just trying to be more minimal mm-hmm. and like have, you know, you know, only have things that we actually care about, you know? Have, how's that gone for you? I mean, because I know you talked about that. We talked about this a little bit last year. Has, has that, have you noticed, like, any actual changes from, from that effort? Aside from, like, okay, we got rid of some stuff, but any um, other more positive room. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed, I mean, past couple of weeks, I mean, it's been weekends, it's been nice to, like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to work on, like, cleaning up and straighten this up. Um, so that's been kind of, you know, it's once you get into it, it kind of is like, okay, this is kind of cool to, you know, feel like I'm accomplishing something. Um, 
I don't think I've gotten rid of enough stuff to make a huge difference <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm getting there. Have you, so there's this book I read. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I read it a few weeks ago. It's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing. I was watching her show on Marie Netflix. Kono. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I read her. So I heard about her book, I don't know, probably this fall sometime. I forgot where I heard about it from. But then I, I bought it on Audible and I listened to it. and It was pretty interesting. And then uh, my kids, I guess my wife listened to it. My kids listened to it as well. And they were all like, yeah, it's a cool book, Dad. And I was surprised because they, they're not about that cleaning up life. They still aren't, even mm. after listening to the book. But uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe I just need to set a better example for them. But, um, yeah, and then I heard about the show. And so I watched a couple of episodes of the show. And it looks uh, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, it's not exciting yeah, necessarily. Yeah, but, but it is interesting just the, you know, the approach. To yeah, her, content, her approach is different. Because, like, a lot of the other ones that I've seen. Because like, there was one with that lady from Reno 911 that had clean up house, clean up your house type thing. And most of them seem like they would just come in and clean up for you. Yeah. And but yeah, this lady, she's like, <laughs> she just came in like, uh, do this. She's like, oh, and I'm gonna go clean up this mess. <laughs> Keep the stuff you like that gives you joy. I'll be back in two weeks. Holla. And yeah. then she comes back like, oh, okay, good job. Clean up some more. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. in reading her book, uh, I, I I agree with a lot of what her, it says in her book, and I've. I've tried to now kind of start implementing some of that stuff because I do have a lot of stuff. It probably even is even a lot of stuff to most people from most Americans perspective, but I do have a lot of stuff from my perspective. And when I take some time to sit back and look at a lot of the stuff I have, a lot of it is not even the stuff I would want to have. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I have like, yeah. well, okay. Clothing is probably an easy example, but I have like shoes and shirts and stuff like that that I don't really wear that often, but it's like, well, I have it. And, it's cool and then some of them but when i think about it there's several situations where like hey if i got rid of these dusty pair of air force ones that i got when i got out of college and maybe this old pair of jordans i never wear then maybe i could buy something i would actually use and appreciate and so that's type type of evaluation i've been trying to do more often with that and with like other stuff like my like all my computer equipment like books and stuff like that because some of the things I have that I don't use or don't really like that much that don't bring me joy, um, they're worth something to someone. So if I was to like list it on eBay and get rid of it, yeah. I might not be able to get the full purchase price I got out of it, but I can get something back for it, and then I can put that money towards something I actually want or would yeah. actually you know bring me joy or whatever. So I've been trying to do that more. Um, so I've gotten yeah. rid of a lot of stuff actually. Um, there's obviously there's a lot more I need to do because you, you realize like you ha- like in my office I have like a little shelf with like little baskets in it and I realize there's a lot of stuff in there I've just kind of been hiding things I didn't care about in there and I just need to yeah. look in there and throw that junk away yeah I mean I think we haven't had a ton of stuff to get rid of I mean there's, we've gotten rid of a lot of stuff but we just moved a year ago so yeah. you know we kind of when you move you kind of go through that process of throwing out junk so mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
it's it's a process and i mean yeah i would like to get to the point where it's like okay well i know what everything has a purpose and and a place and that's the i think that's something i've really been working on it's like putting up little shelves or little things to put things it's just just things to help put things away Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that you know they're not on the counter and you know just you know just so things don't sit around and i mean because it does have an effect on you when you come in the house and it looks clean or the dishes are washed. you know you just feel better yeah well, that's you know, one of the things you know. that uh, was mentioned in that book. Is like everything needs to have a home, mm-hmm. and that's easier to do when you have less stuff, obviously. But then, yeah. if you know where everything belongs somewhere, then it's easier to find it when you're looking for it. Because, yeah, I yeah, I I my stuff doesn't always look neat, but I always know where everything is because I always try and put things back where they belong, and that saves me so much time because I'm not like. Where did I put that? Where did I put this? Because it's like, well, yeah. when I finished using it, I put it back where it belonged. Yeah. Key hooks, you know, somewhere to put your... your yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, that that's another goal. And the other goal that I have is, like, planning things. Um, you know, so I got, like, a nice like calendar that I can write on and everything is big enough so I can actually, like, start putting things ahead. Um, I think I lived for a while with you know, kind of like day to day mm-hmm. based on circumstances, one reason or another. And I need to, you know, this is something I have to stop living like that. Even if you don't know what's happening day to day, if you don't make a plan for the future, you're not going to live your life in a way to reach any kind of goal. So yeah, you're constantly reacting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's something that has to, you know, apply in all areas of life. But yeah. Um, well, I think but yeah, that's, that's, that's something else I'm working on. That's also important. Like when you're working on projects as well. Cause so, um, this happened to me earlier this year, but like sometimes you're working on a project and you see a problem. Like, so I was working with a client building a website for them and they, they weren't providing me all the details of what they needed. So they were like, Hey, we need a website that does X, Y, Z. So I'm like, okay, I can build that. Here's the cost. But I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't know the full picture. Like they didn't disclose all the goals that they wanted to reach with their website, et cetera, et cetera. So I was building to their current goals, but then down the road, things changed and they needed additional features. And so it required some rework and stuff like that. And that's what, that's fine. I got paid for the work. It's not a big, big problem, but ideally I would want to be in the position where you tell me what you need. Like you tell me your long-term goals. And then as a designer mm. or a developer, I'm like, okay, well, here's the step we're going to take now to achieve that. And then in six months, we're going to need to do this. And then in five, you know, eight months, we're going to need to do this and whatever. And that way I feel like that's, that, that's a better way of managing it because if you don't, then let's say six months from now, something goes wrong or, something is updated something changes about how they need to do business then it could almost look like it's your fault like why didn't you prepare for this well you didn't tell me to well i shouldn't have to because you're the web guy or you're the designer guy and you should have known that instagram was going to change the format for their pictures and all my old pictures weren't going to work or whatever it is so i want to i want to start doing that because i think when you start to provide that type of foresight in, in planning knowledge to your customers, you're 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 not only you're not just a a, um, a keyboard operator or a mouse mover, you're actually providing value to them. And unfortunately, not every customer will recognize that. Some customers want what they want. But if you start doing that, and then you're more of a, an, a 
more in a consultancy role, which can be good. And you're yeah. developing a relationship of trust because they're like, oh, okay, he looked out for me. <clears throat> and he told me, he yeah. or she told me ahead of time, like, you need to do this now so that this doesn't happen in the future. Yeah. I mean, you can't be the creative guy without ideas. Yep. Or girl. <laughs> or not, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and even if somebody doesn't really want that your input or whatever, it still looks good to, you know, have, prove that you are thinking. Yeah, you know? that's what I do now. Is I try, I give the input. If you don't heat it, that's fine. You're still going to get built yeah. for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's all I have for now. <laughs> um, just I would I would say you know so you're, one you, question I was going to ask in terms of your goals are you are all your goals year long goals or are you doing do you have scheduled periods for evaluation? Um, I don't have scheduled periods. I figure I just do month to month. That just seems to be the easiest, you know. I need to set up the structure so that I can actually do it though. Um. Because, I mean, I really feel like this is the most important time of the year to really stick on. I mean, maybe not this is the most important time to stick to your goals, but, like, maybe, like, March. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if you start, if you start sticking to it now, then come March, it'll be, it's just what you do. Yeah. Yeah, it is important now. I mean, I just was thinking about it because that's usually when people fall off but or earlier. But, I mean, you know, now is important, too, because now is your chance to create yeah. a habit. That's why I was kind of frustrated at the beginning of the year because I was like, man, I'm off my, you know, I wasn't able to start it off the way I wanted to so kind of messed up my you know plans or whatever but I mean that's that's life but you know it's it um I don't know but now is the time to form the habit that way it's you know because like this year I didn't I mean well the one thing I did was like actually I was telling you I need to send it to you but like a workout plan I have a whole spreadsheet for that and everything so I have a plan for that and I know what I'm going to do and tonight and all that kind of stuff so I have that down but you know like one thing I don't have to put on my year is like, oh, go to the gym this year. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to the gym. It's already a habit. Yeah, that's just what I do on that's, Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, yeah, it's it's more so like, okay, well, how can I advance that, you know, what I achieved last year? So, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, I think there's a, you have to, so one thing you you, you were saying made me think, you, you have to kind of strike a balance between long-term and short-term goals. Because, like, let's say I have a goal of, by Wednesday, I'm going to do 20 push-ups or something like that. And then Monday, something happens. My, my shoulder is out of socket or something, and I can't do any push-ups. Then it could be very yeah. disappointing because now i got two days, and I'm already one day behind, and I feel bad, and it's easy to give up at that point. Yeah. That means like that that yeah because you'll it's and also you can rush it at the end of the year to try to meet it. And well yeah that's so that's the problem with long term goals is it's so far out like oh okay I'm gonna do twenty push-ups by the end of the year. <laughs> I'll do All that right. January <laughs> like or uh, February yeah, yeah yeah not February December <laughs> twenty five. You gonna yeah Christmas you gonna Eve, turn up way too much I'll do on it. on uh, December thirty first and be out there and, and bust the seam trying to do twenty yeah. push-ups before the clock strikes twelve yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that's why uh, I don't know I think that's one of the biggest challenges that some people face. I guess it affects me too I don't think it does as much as some people but some people just get really depressed and overcome with the failure the thought of failure like I'm I'm already yeah. behind so I might as well stay back here Yeah so you make a shorter one short like yeah make the long term goal but then break it up into shorter 
achievable mark benchmarks so that and then yeah. i think you also need to because yeah you, you'll feel like a failure at the end of the year because you didn't do anything versus like okay well i accomplished something these couple of months this month that didn't do so great but these these months i did mm-hmm. do good and i think it's important to evaluate yourself as you go throughout the year too and adjust your goals accordingly because I, I don't i don't think any goal should be set in stone um so like my goal yeah. was to do 20 push-ups a month or something like that. And then after the first month, if I'm consistent with it, I should be able to do 20 push-ups at one time, not per month. And so maybe by the end of the year, my goal needs to change to be like 30 push-ups. Yeah. Because I've gotten better. And I think that's another thing. I don't know. I think some people might just set like cake goals for themselves that they know you, they can achieve just to say they did it. But it's like you didn't challenge yourself. Yeah, I mean, because I know people that like, yeah, they'll set super easy goals and they'll meet them, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm doing this, <laughs> great," but it's like, really, got here and swimming in the kid pool. You're proud? Yeah, it's not. Pro- <laughs> You're proud not, of that? Yeah, yeah, that's not progress. And I mean, people that do that, they don't. I don't know. That's not. I don't know. They're not interested in evolving, so I don't know if it's you're not interested in <laughs> evolving play. or you just like you want to feel like you're doing doing it big, even though you're not really. Because I want to say yeah. there, there I, I can say that there's definitely been times where I wouldn't say I set goals that were too easy, but I was just maybe I was satisfied at a too low of a level with my account. Mm, yeah, standards my standards were too, too low. Basically. And so I was good with it, though, because I was like, yeah, I didn't look at what I'm doing, son. But um, yeah. I should have been doing more. And so I don't know whether that was fear on my part in terms of I'm scared that I can't do more or just I'm selling myself short or whatever. But I think that's important. Like, you've got to reevaluate and say, OK, I'm easily achieving this goal. I need to set it higher. Yeah. Well, you don't know that unless you're tracking your yep. stuff and, you know, because it yeah, it could be a thing, some goal that you set, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I did accomplish that. Oh, okay, all right, well. <laughs> yeah, like, so last year, I kept track of all the checks I received for all the work I did. Normally, I never did that. Um, I need to look through and see how much money I made last year from, like, just in checks. But I hung it above my desk, and it was a good, like, reminder to, like, okay, I have stuff to do. Let me do it because I need more checks up there. But um, a lot of times I haven't always done that. And I would just like make up a number like, yeah, I made blah, blah, blah dollars this year on on side work. work. When I, it probably wasn't true. But um, recently I've been like I have a separate bank account where I put the money and everything. And so it's it's clear like this is exactly what you made. So it's it's um it's basically like doing a, a clear evaluation instead of just saying like like back to the push up examples. Just I'm, I'm going to do push ups till I get tired. No, I'm going to count. So I can know whether I'm getting better or not. <laughs> you insert some gunshots. Yeah, I'll do that in post production. <laughs> so, well, thanks for tuning right. in, everyone. Uh, if you're setting goals this year for your business or for your uh, design, graphic design business or whatever, or for yourself personally, feel free to share them with us on yeah on the internet. The internet. <laughs> Leave a comment somewhere on our Instagram or somewhere with your whatever goal you're sharing. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, definitely check out our Threadless shop. We've been doing some things over there. Um, by things, I mean lowering prices. <laughs> <laughs> I 
need to put that on my goals for the year too. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk about that. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Alien Muffin.